The Motivational Moments podcast is made possible by the generous sponsorship of Prime Information Security, online at www.primeinfosec.com, and with the support of our many subscribers. Thank you. Hello everyone, it's Linda Ockwell Jenner here with another Motivational Moments podcast. Very excited today um, to be introducing Athena Varmasis, Vice President and General Manager of Small Business Services, American Express Canada. And um, I'm going to hand you over to Athena now. Um, Hi, Athena. Thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Well, I'm delighted to be here. And um, very, very excited to find out that you guys do an awful lot to um, help small business owners. So what I'd like you to do, if you don't mind first, is to just tell us a little bit about you and um, how you um, came to be in this um, position and um, what really um, prompted you to, um, I guess, want to help small businesses as you, you know, you obviously do, your organization obviously does. Yeah, absolutely. So... I am the Vice President and General Manager of American Express Small Businesses Canada. And what our business does is really offer products and solutions for small businesses across Canada to help them with all aspects of their business purchases and expenses. And we're delighted to be here today to talk about uh, the American Express Small Business Monitor. One of the things that we do is we really try to stay close to small businesses across Canada. What are they feeling? What are they thinking? Where are the opportunities and where are they challenges? And one of the things that um, we have done now for many years is conduct uh, the monitor, which is a quarterly survey. And this is the uh, 13th that American Express has conducted. The monitor focuses on two areas. The first section is an index. It examines confidence and performance and attitudes of Canadian small business owners. And the second section is an analysis of a hot topic or a timely trend. And for this particular monitor, we focused on training and development. Oh, wow. And that's a very, very important aspect, I believe, for all businesses to um, to focus on, not just small businesses. So um, what, what were your findings? What were some of the key findings um, that, that were of interest to you and the small businesses? Well, one of the interesting things we uh, uncovered in the monitor is that small business owners believe there's a skills gap in today's workforce, and as such, they need to continue making investments in training and development. It was interesting that 61% of small business owners report that um, the average member of the workforce today doesn't have enough of the skills or knowledge their company needs to succeed. And as such, they're really looking at the right training and development programs in order to make their company more competitive by having their employees be more skilled and also keep up with things like technological uh, advances. So training and development continues to be an important part of what small business owners are thinking about. The um, interesting element here is that although most small business owners cited that well-trained employees are key to a company's success, It's only a priority for about 74% of small business owners. And one of the findings uh, demonstrates to us that the cost of training and development could be one reason why it may not be prioritized in an organization. 
Yeah, yeah, that was going to be one of my questions, actually, because obviously it's very, very important, but, I mean, where would the smaller organisations, um, you know, I know it, it says in your report that some of them decide to take it from their budget, but what about if they, they have such a small budget they can't take it? I mean, where, where would they find the, um, the finances from, the um, money to do this kind of stuff? Yeah, absolutely. The leading approach um, that small business owners told us about to reduce costs is really to develop an in-house training program. And that could mean a number of different things. It could be that existing employees do some very job-specific uh, um, uh, training and uh, knowledge transfer to new employees. It could be um, mentoring or coaching by existing employees with new employees or in some instances where they do choose to invest in um, external sources of training and development, they, they may limit that to those employees who need it the most and where ROI is going to be the highest. Yeah, that definitely, that definitely makes sense. And um, you said you've done, this will be the 13th, um, the 13th um, report that, that you've, you've offered. Anywhere along the line, did it, did it, was it very specific about um, small business owners who don't take the time to, to do this kinds of thing, uh, training and development? Um, do you think they're the ones that, that will not succeed and will fall along the wayside? I think um, I think that's an accurate assessment to make. What we found is that the primary motivation for investing in training and development is really to keep up with technological advances mm -hmm. and to make their company more competitive. And for small business owners who may choose to ignore year over year the importance of training and development of their employees could find themselves in a situation where they have um, missed a technological advancement or opportunity, or in fact their uh, company is less competitive than it could have been or less competitive than their, their competitors. I think the other important element that small business owners need to think about is that employees today expect training and development as part of um, their new job and part of their uh, conditions for employment. Mm -hmm. And as such, they really expect to get something um, uh, along the lines of developing their skill set or helping them advance their careers from uh, this new opportunity with the small business. So small business owners really need to offer these things um, and look for ways to offer them in, in efficient ways in order to retain quality employees and retain quality staff. And as I mentioned earlier, um, for organizations uh, that don't have the financial resources at their disposal for a uh, large and broad training and development program, there are opportunities um, to develop something in-house or leverage the knowledge of existing uh, workers uh, and employees to uh, help train new ones. Mm -hmm. Now, um I know when um, myself and my partner decided to offer the Small Business Community Network to um, small businesses across southwestern Ontario, budgetary um, limitations were definitely one of the things we looked at because we wanted to offer um, affordability to the people we were trying to help. So would you say that conferences and networking are a part of um, this, this um, element of training and um, keeping up with technology because um, when you're networking and when you're attending conferences, there is an awful lot of information at those events where you can probably pay a minimal fee to attend, but you get an awful lot of information back. 
Yes, absolutely. It's really important for organizations as they maintain um, competitiveness and try to get an edge up over their competition or even learn um, new things about their industry. A conference could be a terrific way to get that information. And as you mentioned, Linda, there's importance in networking, mm-hmm. um, but also importance in listening to some of the experts speak in their particular industry. So now, uh, and, and many uh, small businesses choose to send uh, their employees to such conferences. Of course, always keeping in mind that the ROI really needs to um, pay out in this yes. particular instances. So a couple of things that they might do is maybe they would send, um, you know, the one employee where the information is the most relevant to that particular conference, and their employee would in return come back and share that information throughout the organization as a way to uh, stretch their dollars further. That, that's another really great way to do it. So, um Regarding you and um, American Express and, and this, this, this um, specific um, help that you do offer to small business owners, um, do you guys actually um, speak at conferences? Do you, um, how, how are you accessible to the small business owners? How do they know about you? How do you get the word out there? Yeah, that's a great question. So we do speak at relevant conferences from time to time. And um, one of the things we also do is in many of the conversations we have with small business owners who also carry one of our small business products are often delighted to talk about the uh, service and value they receive from American Express um, from other companies that they're aware of in their particular network. Um, As you know, our website is full of terrific information about American Express Small Business Services, and it's a great place to start when um, small business owners are looking for a product to really help their business, and at any time they can reach out and have a conversation with us. So it's a great resource, and ultimately it's a free resource that you're offering, and all the tools and, and information there are great for the uh, for the business owners. That's absolutely wonderful. Um, if there were three tips that, that you could offer to, to our listeners today, um, regarding um, whether it's finding the budget, making sure you can find the budget for the ongoing um, training and such like, or or whether it's um, something that helped you when you decided to move forward in your career. What three tips would you offer um, small business owners um, deciding that they have to keep up with um, the times, they have to keep up with technology. What would the three tips be that you would offer our listeners today that maybe have helped you in your career um, progress? Yeah, certainly. I think there's a couple of things with regards to your question. I think first and foremost, when we talk about um, technological advances or things that a small business owner could be tapping into to help their organization, it's probably really important to um, uh, you know, do, do some research. Talk to fellow business owners. Certainly a network like yours could be also be a starting point. And reach out to organizations that have programs um, for small business owners is a great place to gather information because it can be very overwhelming when uh, a small business owner, for example, is trying to put together a training and development program and starts to look at external um, uh, training programs that can be very costly. They don't need to start there. They can look at the employee assets they have internally as a starting point. So I think um, for small business owners, keep in mind there are many, many options in order to continue to um, develop and train their employees, but they shouldn't 
push it off to the wayside. It is something that's very important for them to do. So I would caution them to um, look for effective methods to uh, uh, develop their employees. It's a terrific way to retain uh, your best employees, and it's a terrific way to uh, attract new employees and, of course, keep um, ahead of the curve with respect to technological advances. Um, so I think, you know, really for small business owners, it's around gathering information, assessing what their options are, but keeping in mind the importance of um, focusing on things that are going to uh, make their business competitive and, and help them grow. Oh, wow. That, that's wonderful. Um, now we're going get, to get, uh, ask you a few questions to see if that's okay. How did you end up where you are now? Have you always wanted to be in this um, line of work, this, this career place where you are now? I mean, when you were at school, did you, did you dream of, <laughs> of, of working in this industry? Or, or was it a complete shock to you as well? <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, um, I've always been very interested in business and, and have always enjoyed my business courses. So it was very much a natural progression for me to join uh, an organization such as American Express that has so many opportunities um, for its employees. And one of the interesting things that I like to think about and draw parallels is, Although I'm, uh, I'm responsible for the small business organization and we're really focused on delivering product services and value to our small businesses, I'm really part of a very large um, multinational corporation. And in many ways, their training and development is equally important to us. And that's really, I think, one of the things that I can say that has helped make me successful in my career that ever since I joined American Express, I have taken advantage of both um, external training programs as well as internal training pro- training programs and mentorships. And I think, you know, just as I have been able to develop my skills and progress in my career, so too should a small business owner think about the potential of their company because one day they may not be a small business and they grow to be a larger business and starting with their most important asset, their employees, is, is, a, is a perfect place to start. That, that's absolutely wonderful. You are, you are spot on. Um, and this may be a, a tough question for you, but in five years' time, um, do you see yourself um, an American Express um, being one of the, you know, the, the, the leaders um, in the small business arena? Because you are taking the initiative, and a lot of organizations are kind of missing the point of how uh, small business owners are doing a great job of keeping the economy alive. So in five years' time, do you, do you see a bigger growth with the help that you're offering to, to this demographic, or is that kind of a really difficult question to ask you? No, not at all. I mean, we are very committed to small businesses in Canada, and as such, you can see it from the monitor the discussions that we have with small business owners across the country, we want to do everything we can to better understand the needs of small business to make sure that we're developing products and solutions mm-hmm. that can help them. And we are very committed to, to growing our offering to small businesses and hope that and certainly have a vision that we become a very important part of how they become a successful small business and how they grow. So we are um, committed to small business owners and have been for many, many years and expect to be 
um, equally as committed uh, uh, five years from now, Linda. That's exactly what I knew you were going to say. That's absolutely fantastic. And that's what we all need to know. And the thing that my husband wows about is the customer service that you guys offer. Evidently, it's one of the best customer services, and my husband doesn't often wow about something like that. So would you agree that this is why we're not fearful of you, because you are kind to your your customers and, and people who come to talk to you, and you understand our needs, so you offer excellence rather than, oh, well, you know, this is what you're going to get, and that's what you're going to, you know, have to do do with, if you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, and we are very proud of our award-winning customer service, and it's um, a foundational pillar for American Express. It's critically important that we um, help both our small business owners and our customers, and we're there for them when they need us. Uh, One of the things that's important for us in uh, small business is that we continue to maintain that high-quality standard, and for many of our small business customers, Um, they have a dedicated person at American Express that um, they can help and engage in uh, making sure that their small business needs are being met with respect to their uh, uh, financial um, product. So we are, um, servicing is always uh, important to us and will always continue to be important to us. It's not just about, you know, a particular product that we deliver that Mm -hmm. delivers value, but it's the entire relationship that we build with our customers that's important for us. I'm really, really excited to hear that because I'm all about relationship building and um, basically helping people even before um, they may have become one of my clients. I want to help them along the way. And uh, obviously, you know, a one-on-one relationship that you're offering offers kind of um, a feeling of trust, a feeling that you really do care. Yes, absolutely. And and helps us also understand um, the needs of small business owners even more when you start to you know, speak to each one of them individually. It gives us confidence that we're developing the right products and solutions. That's absolutely wonderful. So if um, our listeners do want to um, find your website, contact someone there to ask some questions or offer some help, could you offer us um, a website, some information where we can contact sure. you? Yeah, absolutely. It's amexforbusiness.ca. Just come and visit us. And um, we would be uh, delighted to engage in conversation with uh, whoever's interested. In closing, I'd like to say thank you very much for your time. This will be um, vitally important information for everyone who's listening to this wonderful interview. I know I've enjoyed chatting with you. Well, thank you, Linda. It's been wonderful speaking with you today. Mm -hmm. 